Hi, you're listening to the Wealthy Mujer Podcast with Marisol Isabel, a podcast created for the powerful, brave, and beautiful chingona that you are. This space is for the woman that understands that wealth is so much more than money and status. It's about living the life you undeniably deserve. Let's give ourselves permission to redefine wealth and invite everyone to the table because juntas podemos más. So pour that glass of wine, put on those headphones, or strap that seatbelt, and let's grow together. Affirmation of the week. I forgive myself for the misunderstanding that I could have done better. The truth is, life was providing me evidence that I'm ready to make different choices that align with my purpose. I forgive myself for ever playing too small, for not always seeing my infinite worth and for allowing others to make decisions for me. Today, I release the past knowing that everything happened and unfolded the way it had to. I am allowing myself to move beyond my mistakes and let go of any judgment, shame, remorse, and guilt. In this new year of my life, I'm attracting wealth, health, abundance, and aligned action. I'm letting go of the notion that I'm not a good person if I put myself first, because I now know when I take care of me first, I have more to give to people and things that I love. Hello, my gorgeous, wealthy mujeres. Happy whatever day you're listening to this episode. I hope you're doing well, taking care of yourself, and giving yourself some much-needed grace as you go back to your normal routine after the holidays. Welcome to the Wealthy Mujer Podcast. I'm your host, Marisoli Saula, Latina life coach helping women reclaim their power, break ceilings to gain wealth, and live abundantly. Your girl feels brand freaking new and refreshed after feeling like I got ran over by a bus with COVID. I definitely went through it. You ever feel like you're on a roll, you're or, you organized your time, you actually blocked your schedule out, you even... I love doing this. You even color coordinated your calendar. You have a lot on your plate in a really good way. And then you feel that throat getting itchy, those eyes getting watery. You sneeze a little and then you just know shit is about to go down. And the sickness comes in Miley Cyrus style like a damn wrecking ball, and you're too slow, so you can't get out of the way. Well, uh, yeah, that was basically me, and that's how I felt half of last month. I think it was on day two of feeling the absolute worst, feeling super crappy, and it was like day four of quarantining, which is a whole other mental battle on its own, uh, because I'm a social extrovert, so quarantining was literally a huge mental battle for me. So it was day two and I went into a deep hole of frustration, sadness, feeling hella lonely, and my thoughts were coming in hot. Um, Lots of, you could have done all of your work. You're really not that sick. Uh, Or you should feel like crap for wanting to get everything done this week and not doing it. How are you not showing up for your clients? 
and my favorite, not my favorite, but you know what I mean. You're letting people down. You should get your laptop and work. Like, damn girl, chill. Like, please stop with these thoughts. Like, let me breathe a little bit, right? So, okay, I let myself sulk in all that messiness of day two. All of day two, I was sulking, right? And I also allowed myself day three a feeling like death, right? Because I was just mentally, emotionally, physically exhausted. So by Friday, okay, so that would be day four, the resourced side of me, the higher self, my essence, she stepped in like the magical queen that she is. And she swooped me up and she said, okay, baby, enough. We've heard all we need to hear. Okay, you validated it. I get it. It happened. So now we need to go ahead and surrender and rest, but not just your body because you've been laying in bed all these days, but it's time that you let your mind and your spirit surrender and rest. Okay, dude. So I slept four hours that day. I watched Christmas movies. I think I watched like three of them and I enjoyed all the funny TikTok videos I wanted because I was done. I was done thinking of everything that I had to do. And I just needed to surrender. And guess what? By late Christmas Eve, I got a negative COVID test. Finally. So we were able to um, enjoy some delicious barbacoa and buñuelos for my uh, Mexican baddies. You know what that is. It's a delicacy of Mexico that we love to eat when it's Christmas time. It's like shredded beef in this beautiful concoction of sauces and spices with beans and a, a pasta salad. And then buñuelos is like a, think of it like a corn, a flour tortilla with the sweet concoction that like syrup on top of it, right? So I was able to eat and I was able to actually taste it, which was fantastic. So we were all outside. So then by Christmas day, I was able to go in to my sister's house, play with my nephew. And of course I wore a mask just in case. But I really do think that surrendering and letting myself just recover without any judgment, shit talking and guilt, it really helped my body and mind like fully rest and recover. I still have like a super sexy cough sometimes, but it's getting better and better. But needless to say, like what my experience made me hear loud and clear is that there will be times in our lives, we feel like we got our shit together. And in the background, our girl Miley is getting on that wrecking ball and coming right at you. And there will be some times that she's going to miss you because you were fast enough to get out of the way. And other times she's going to slam right into you. So if you do get slammed by life's wrecking ball, I want to give you some tips on how to manage that experience. So the first one is be flexible. There will be times when you will have to adapt to the new shift in plans and you'll want to go into the trap of questioning why something is happening instead of adapting and figuring out what plan B, plan C, even when what plan D is. So don't fall into that trap. Assess, address, and attack. Number two, assess the aftermath. After you survived the wreckage and you start to feel more like yourself, just assess the situation and ask yourself, how could I have been a little bit more prepared to take on this wrecking ball? Okay, granted, I'm going to give this to you. Granted, sometimes it's going to come from left field and you won't even have a chance to prepare. 
In my scenario, you would think getting sick is left field, but let me go ahead and just twist it up for you. In my scenario, I was getting ready for an epic week of catching up from the week before. But why was I catching up? Why did I leave things to the week I got COVID and didn't do it the week before when I had time. Same amount of time as any week. So the way I can be a little bit more prepared to take a sick week, uh, what I can't control, I can't control getting sick, but I can prepare, right, is to overall manage my time more aligned to my priorities on a daily, weekly, and monthly focus as well as look at procrastination in the face and have that really awkward, uncomfortable conversation with it. Because more likely than not, when we procrastinate, it's not because we love the feeling of anxiety or worry or rushing to complete something. It's because we don't feel we'll do a good job, we aren't worthy of success, or we're afraid of what will happen if we complete something. I'll definitely talk about this more in depth in other episodes, but please assess the aftermath. I could not control getting sick, but I could control what I could have done last week that I didn't do. Number three, give your high emotions the mic. Give all of your emotions the microphone. Let all the intrusive thoughts come to light and just go ahead and say it all. Let it all out because when you let it out, you're going to feel like you've been punched to the ground, but the thoughts and feelings will start to get quieter and quieter because you gave yourself space to express all of you. I don't know if you're like me. Most likely you are because you're listening to me and we're friends. I tend to give my not so nice thoughts so much more weight and I act like they're facts. So let me tell you this, that's helped me a ton. You ready? Just like you give yourself the red carpet when you have all these not so nice things to say about yourself, we must, we must give equal love and attention to the nice things about ourselves. It's a one to one ratio, okay? We want to let All of you have the red carpet. What we resist persists and gets louder. You don't have to believe everything I'm saying, but just hear me out and try it. Give yourself the opportunity to let all of you speak. Some things will get quieter and some things you'll start to believe more in. Number four, surrender. At some point, if it's not in your control and you've done all you humanly could do to make it work, The next best thing is to time out, rest, turn off the mic, nap, whatever it means to relax and surrender. Give yourself a timeline so your brain likes the idea, okay, today I'm in a timeout and tomorrow I'm going to go back to the drawing board. By doing that, you may even figure out a new path or direction you couldn't think of before because there is so much chaos. There are so many intrusive thoughts. There is so much going on at once, but if you just time out for a second, you will see that your brain will be so much more open to new ideas, new scenarios, and you will have a better action plan, I promise. I really hope these help remind you that while you do not control every single thing that happens to you and for you, you do control what action plan 
you'll follow. Please don't ever forget that you're human and sometimes it will be messy and hard, but sometimes it will be better than you could have ever imagined. So please let both of those outcomes be your reality. All right, so let's go ahead and switch gears. This episode is going to be released in the first new days of the new year of 2023. So happy new year, friend. And if you're listening to this episode in June or any other time that's not new year, happy new day, friend. This will all apply to you regardless of when you listen to this. I'm pretty sure right now you're getting bombarded with messages of getting ready for the new year, setting goals, setting your intentions, setting your affirmations, etc. right? And I'm not going to front. You've probably heard me <laughs> say some of that messaging because I am one of those new year girlies that loves the feeling of a new year and what it brings. And I'm also the girly that is a thousand percent aware that every new minute, new day, new month can give you the same inspiration. It all depends on your season of life. The great Michael Scott from The Office talks about the acronym KISS. Keep it simple stupid. (laughs) Side note, The Office is my absolute favorite sitcom of all time. And if you at all have any interest, I recommend watching the super fan episodes because they're hilarious. But okay, so going back to Kiss, Keep It Simple Stupid. Um, Caveat, you're not stupid. I promise. It's just how the show says it. So I want to go ahead and just say let's keep things simple and let's go back to basics just for a second. If you aren't in the season of your life where you have the mental and emotional capacity to create a super detailed roadmap and systems to get to your goals for the next 12 months, do not do it. Please do not do it. I know a life coach telling you not to create a system to get to your goals. I get it. But please entertain me for just a second. So let's keep it simple. If you don't really know what you want or you don't really know what you don't want anymore, then answer these super simple questions. Ready? So fast forward to a year in the future. You had the most aligned, powerful, fun, you name it, best year. How do you feel? What do you see when you look in the mirror? What are you wearing? Where are you? reflecting back an amazing year you had, who was there for you? What lessons did you learn? Answer those questions and you'll instantly have the vision of what your intuition really wants you to accomplish. So yay, we have that, we're good. So now, again, keeping it simple and going back to basics. I just want you to focus on the two following, okay? The first one is, what do I want to promise myself in these next 90 days? Just 90 days. Some of my examples would be, I promise myself to create a new dish every week. I want to get into the kitchen. I, this is a big one for me. I promise to read three new books every single month, a new book. I want to promise myself to reorganize my home. One of the pillars, we talked about this in episode two, one of the biggest pillars for the wealthy mujer is relationships, right? And my relationships aren't just with other people. It's also with where I live, my space. And in order for me to feel productive, creative, and aligned, I really need to reorganize my home to reduce the clutter and the chaos because that'll help me have a better relationship with my business, my clients, my space. Thus, 
helping me stay in the arena of being a wealthy mujer. Another big promise is I promise myself to invest in myself, right? Because I think it's extremely important to honor that sometimes we need extra support and help. So selfish plug here, I am taking new one-to-one private clients. So if you want to go ahead and have a conversation about working together, book a complimentary clarity call and let's go. Okay, so remember I said we want to focus on two things. One is what do I want to promise myself in these next 90 days? And we went through that. The next one is what do I want to get rid of in the next 90 days? So here are a few examples. One could be I want to get rid of that one friend, that one family member, that one person That just doesn't respect my boundaries, even when I've mentioned it a million times. I want to get rid of eating after 9 p.m. because I get really bad heartburn or I get nightmares or I can't sleep. I want to get rid of being late all the time. And this one's a big one for a lot of people, right? We do not have a great relationship with time and time management. So if you want to get rid of being late all the time, that could be one of your promises that you want to get rid of in the next 90 days. So that's that's it. For the first 90 days, that's it. I want you to focus on those two things. What do I want to promise myself in the next 90 days? And what do I want to get rid of in the next 90 days? Because after the first 90 days and after you you focused on your promise and what you don't want, it will get easier and your brain will be more receptive to new habits you want to create and maintain. So in the next 90 days, you can build off of that, most likely have clear direction on what and who you want to be by the end of the year or the end of the 90 days or the or the next six months or whatever it may be. You're going to allow yourself to be safe at planning and executing on your goals or aspirations or desires, but keep it simple, stupid. (laughs) You're not stupid, just Michael Scott. Keep it simple, go back to basics and ask yourself, how do I want to feel? Go towards the feeling before you go to the goal setting. First, ask yourself, how do I wanna feel? Okay, if I wanna feel this way, what do I need to do to get myself to feel that way? And that is aligned action, my friend. That is the alignment of connecting with what your brain might tell you you need and your intuition telling you how you want to feel. And it doesn't even have to be 90 days. Maybe it's 30 days for you. And if you want to get more in depth with this, please schedule a complimentary call with me. And I'd be happy to give you some one-to-one insights and build a little bit of a roadmap together if you're ready for that. So at the end of the day, though, let me just tell you a few things you can invite into your life today to make a big impact. I want you to put yourself first because you deserve it. I want you to make more, save more, and invest more. I want you to start to believe in yourself, in your dreams, because if you say to yourself, man, I wish I could do what he does or she does, then baby, your brain is already telling you that you can because you're already wishing for it. I want you to say no when it's not a hell fucking yes. I want you to step into fear because it is your friend. It is there for you to guide you and help you. And you can do things that are scary and still take action because you're brave enough to do that. I want you to have fun because we only get one go around. Whether we believe in reincarnation, we believe that our soul has one life. We only get one go around here. 
I want you to not blame anyone when things don't go the way you expected because there's no one to blame. That's including yourself. I want you to learn from it, own it, and move forward. And this last one may be a little corny, but I want you to invite focusing on living your experiences like if it were the last thing you'll ever do again. I want you to invite romance in your life. And I don't mean getting booed up, finding a man or finding your partner. I mean, romanticize every single thing you do. You want to clean that toilet? Romanticize it. Yes, I'm going to have a clean ass toilet to pee in. Romanticize all of your experiences. I really hope that you have the most incredible day, week, month, quarter, and year. And I say this with so much emotion right now. And I, I know why this is coming in because... I am literally, truly, 1,000% rooting for you always. I am that stranger that is saying, dang, I want her to win. I want her to win so badly because there is enough space for all of us on top. And if she wins, I win. We all win. I am Marisol Saula, your wealthy Mujer amiga, your life coach, and the one that sees all of you and loves you for it. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll talk to you next time. Interested in working with Marisol Saula? Click the link below to schedule a complimentary coaching call to help you find clarity on your next steps to regain your power, build a roadmap to success, and live a wealthy and abundant life.